snuff boxers, the snuffers, snuffles, the smurfs, snurfs. I'm trying to think of a new intro to um new name for all my 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 one fan out there. Shout out to uh on Blaster Mike on Reddit. It's absolute mad lad. Okay, he's an absolute mad lad for a one fan. He's my one fan. I'm gonna call him a snuff, a snurf. Instead of a smurf, isn't he? It's a snurf. And if you're listening to this right now, then you're also a snurf. You're an honorary snurf. So, you know, get snurf written on your forehead, as I have done. Um, So, this episode is um, hosted by me, obviously, Mark, M-A-R-K. And today, I interviewed a um, Thelema witch named Georgina, who was super nice. One of the best interviews I've ever done. I say that with every interview, but genuinely, she was so fucking nice to talk to. Um... We talked about modern Wiccan, modern witchcraft, modern beliefs, um, Thelema, which I only found out that Alistair Crowley founded it or whatever. I don't, don't quote me on that now. She probably tell you the whole history of it. And she, she was like a library of knowledge. But it's such a good interview. We had a lot going on. I was supposed to have another interview going with a group of, I think it was like five at once. I don't know how that was going to turn out, but it didn't end up happening because I got kind of ghosted by three out of five of them. So I just kind of left that interview. So this whole episode is going to be the interview with her. And since it was so interesting, I can literally do this as one episode. So this is an interview. Finally, I have went through so many different versions of getting an interview. Which the first one was back, way back on episode four or five when I did the um, reading stories with the with the boys. Basically, we were on Amino again, as we usually do, trying to look for podcast guests. This guy came in and he was like... Yeah, my name's Malish, and I'm a, a witch. And we're like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, man, fuck yeah. Sit down there, no, and I'll turn on the microphone, I'll give you an interview. And we, I interviewed him, but the audio was really fucking shit. Like, it really fucked up on, I think it was, it wasn't Discord. Yeah, it was Discord, I think. No, it was Skype. I was recording on Skype. I don't know why the fuck I was recording on Skype, but it really fucked up the audio on Skype. So I had to trash that, and then I tried to ask him if, you know... No, we didn't even do a full interview. It was like two, two, three minutes of talking. And then I was like, could we do this on like Discord? And he just kind of ghosted me and he wouldn't talk to me again. Ignored me completely. And it was re- it was a good interview. I'm pretty sure he was spouting bullshit though. She, we go into it a bit here. And on her podcast, um, Occultism with a Side of Salt, their first episode was about baby witches, which are young witches that, um, that are just getting into a wicca and stuff like that and they're just spouting kind of bullshit a bit not really spouting bullshit that was mean but you know what i mean kind of that shit he was i say half the stuff he was saying was shite to kind of get me um you know get me riled up or whatever and then the second one i did was with a guy now this was funny me and charlie did this as well on amino and it was actually turned out pretty funny but again the audio was so shit because what ended up happening was i started a a discord interview with him where i started recording a bit but his internet was so bad that it would cut out every few seconds. And I don't know what the fuck was happening. So I ended up having to scrap that. And then we got into the call with him a bit later. And this was just impromptu. Like we were just talking normally. I didn't have my big podcast microphone set up. And I was like, oh shit, I should record this. So I went up, I got my microphone. I took it out of its um, stand. And I just had the microphone and I like held it up to my phone. Because I mean, it's not on laptop. I had to held it, hold it up to the fucking phone. And it just came out so bad. Like what you could hear him, and you could hear Charlie talking really soft. And whenever their mic would mics would fuck up, you could hear that. But then when I'd start speaking, it was like I'd be sitting here. This is Charlie. He'd be like, "Yeah, and what kind of spells do you do?" And then and then I come in. What kind of spells do you do, mate? And I fucking it was horrible. I'd just be shouting down. Sorry for the headphones users right there. If I just blew up your phone, but it, yeah, it was just. It wasn't good. It there's some funny jokes in there. Someday I'll, I'll cut it up and I'll pick maybe put like a good part of it at the end of this today. But yeah, that was more of a joke interview than anything. And I think he was the same as Malish, where he um he was just kind of spouting shite half the time. We even at the end we tricked Charlie, pretending that we were chanting a ritual to like bring him bad luck or something. But anyway, I'm gonna stop talking now because we need to get into this interview with Georgina, and she was so nice. So I'll do more at the end. But check out her podcast, Occultism with a Side of Salt, and we're about to get into it right now. So. I'm, I'm, Bipping. So this is an interview with Georgina. I um was talking to her on a witchcraft amino, was it, or was it just specifically it was Wicca or something? Yeah, it was a it was a general witchcraft one. It wasn't like super specific. We're definitely Wicca dominant. I think the whole community is very Wicca dominant right now. Um, it kind of goes in phases. What's the most 
popular thing to be doing. But yeah. Oh. And it, there's been like a huge surge of like new kind of. Oh baby, yeah, there's recently. a huge increase of people recently. It's, yeah. It's wild. So found I found her in a witchcraft Discord, set up an interview, and got some questions together. We're gonna do a bit of an interview. Um, so do you want to just introduce yourself first and like basic rundown? Kind yeah. Of? So hi, um, I'm Georgina. I would call myself an occultist. Um, you can use like really, I I've gone. You can use a lot of labels to describe what I do. You could call me a witch, a pagan, a thelemite. Any of those titles work. They all describe me properly. And I found this stuff about a little over four years ago. I began with kind of the folk traditions of my region and then expanded mm. out. I got involved with some covens and stuff like that and have been doing some sort of a little bit of like online teaching and helping people learn mm. about this stuff since then. So okay. I, I've been, I do a wide variety of things in my yeah. practice. I'm very, I'm very eclectic, a lot more than I'd say. The majority is. I kind of just like everything. Like, everything yeah. of this stuff just <laughs> fascinates kind of, me. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm... What kind of what kind of got you into it in the first place? Like, what... What, what introduced well, you to bef- there? Yeah, before I moved up to New York, um, I grew up in the Appalachian region of the U.S., which is oh, pretty rural and... I'd love to go ...up in the mountains. Yeah, it's West gorgeous. Virginia and they have a so lot of these... Yeah, that's where I'm from. Uh, they have a lot of these really rich folk traditions from there. There's a lot mm. of superstition that's still lived on, a lot of like herbal medicine and whatnot. And so I grew up around all that stuff, but I didn't really think of it as anything mystical or anything special until later on when I started really researching into it. I met some people who were involved with it, who kind of showed me the ropes, and I really got into our folk witchcraft traditions of the right. region, though. People don't historically call the Appalachian stuff witchcraft, but obviously is they call oh. it folk magic or cunning yeah. women generally. But it's it, it's it's witchcraft. There's cunning women. Yeah, that's the there's same. a lot of these in Irish um history. There was um women. I can't remember. I think it's like ban 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 or something. They're like these healing kind of women that um, you know that what you said there like basic kind of traditions where they're like these medicine women and stuff. I think it could be related yeah. in some way, but. Yeah. So you, yeah. I so mean, there's a huge Irish immigration population. Mm. People, when they settled this region, there's a lot of a lot of Irish people were over here. I oh, believe yeah, historically, oh, yeah, so that would make sense. So you would you wouldn't describe yourself as I asked you if you were Wicca. You said you were a um a Thelemite or. Yes, um, I'm not Wiccan. Uh, the Wicca is a very new religion. Um, okay. I would say I'm closest to a Thelemite, which is uh the religious title of somebody that came a little before Wiccan. I'm not a Wiccan because it's so, it's very new. It just actually started in the late forties. Um, and it's, yeah, Wicca people think is a lot older than it is. It's really not super old. And I just, I'm not super drawn to Wicca. It's not like I have an issue with the practice. It just isn't really, I don't really like how the rituals are structured. I just don't feel super connected to it. I've tried Wiccan stuff. I've been to Wiccan events. It's just not, my system and i feel like yeah. it just is a very limited paradigm in a lot of ways like mm. i don't know and so i would call myself a film i that's a little more open and there's a little there's a stronger philosophical backing behind that like i mean there's just more like thalema is a very broad very broad term yeah. um i wanted something a lot more broad i wanted something a little older yeah it so seems i like know a lot of wiccans all this stuff is just kind of very wide like like wicca and thalemite just seems like it's all this big just kind of pool of stuff like it has oh, Wicca yeah. been created from just grabbing stuff from all these other ones recently pretty much wicca the founder of wicca was a member of um, the ordo templi orientis okay. which was a thelemic organization before he founded wicca and then what he said is he met these women who claimed to have a historic witchcraft lineage that went back i think seven generations okay. though people have disputed that historicism actually um and so Wicca is very much a hodgepodge of reconstructed Celtic stuff and then oh, Thelema. Okay. Oh, so it's very so much I just a think modern that, kind of religion. Yeah, it's very modern. It's mm. I just I don't really love the way it's all syncretized, but Wicca has changed since its inception a lot. It just Wicca is just not my thing, though I respect it. Mm. It's just not. It's it's very popular. It's very very popular because oh, yeah, I think like that. that it's well because the. The th- I, my theory is why it's so popular is because a lot of these older traditions are kind of like 
the, the, like, if you read their books, right, like, if you pick up a thalamic book or an hermetic book, like, you're going to yeah. open it and the writing is going to be really, like, super Archaic. dense. You're going to have to have, oh, absolutely, it's written in this, like, super esoteric way. You're like, yeah. they'll be like, you need, like, I know, and there's this, this text from antiquity called the PGM, and okay. it calls for, like, having baboon shit in your incense. And <laughs> so, I'm dead okay. serious. It's written oh my God. bath. <laughs> I know. Like, like cliche, like, witch kind of stuff, like eye of bat yeah. and all that kind of shit like. and the thing is with the eye of bat stuff that yeah. all comes from the pgm they're not really what they're saying it's a way of coding it so the average person oh. doesn't understand what they're talking about yeah so eye of newt is i believe actually a term for patchouli um patchouli they're all which is a, like a like a, a plant so they're oh, all yeah. super coded terms oh so it wasn't actually so the average... throwing a dead bat into a cauldron and stuff it was like coded herbs and Pretty much. I mean, if you want to kill a bat, I mean, I'm not going to stop that <laughs> We don't do that anymore. I said that. <laughs> we don't condone the death of bats on this podcast. Okay. No, we do not. We're pro-bats. We do not. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's all really coded. And so if you're like a modern teenager, because a lot of the people getting into Wicca now are very young. Yeah. I'm not a teenager. I'm an adult, but I see a lot of people who are very young getting into Wicca. They're going to see these texts and they're going to be confused and they're gonna be like this is <laughs> yeah. super archaic i don't have the ability to do this like in yeah, um some of the solid yeah it's it's a lot of it's really old and so people just don't relate to it and so mm. wicca is such a modern conception that it's still like is it's easy it's accessible it's super common like like you can find like go into a library at a public public library anywhere you're yeah. gonna find a book on wicca because it's so widespread and so okay. it makes sense that people are gravitating towards it and i mean wicca as a religion has less of an emphasis on worship i mean worshiping gods is part of it but when you're first looking at it it's mostly focused on like practical aspects i've noticed if you yeah, read everyday these books. life kind of stuff yeah and so people are just it's very it's very appealing and i see i mean it makes sense why it's so popular it just doesn't really align with my personal practice yeah not like for any real super deep reason it just isn't my thing but i'm very informed on it yeah um so it's very I much have friends like if you want to get into it you kind of have to focus your own beliefs and kind of wade through it all until you find a group of it that you like a group of it that you identify with instead of just yeah absolutely a lot of this stuff unlike i'd say traditional religion and traditional spirituality with like witchcraft and the occult and all that it's such a purse it's such an emphasis on individual experiences and individual discovery and finding your own path on your own so I think a lot of people don't label themselves for quite some time. I didn't really have a specific label for myself until pretty recently. Okay. Even then, like, I don't really, like, 100% subscribe to one specific thing. I think that's, like, very common in this community. And I think that's part of why it's gotten so large recently. And part of why I love it. I don't really like yeah. being told what to do. I don't really... <laughs> I like finding my own way, and I've found yeah. so that this stuff really connects with me. Yeah, and it's away from kind of organized religion where there's this, this set practice of beliefs and you have to do this and you have to do that. It's kind of more open for kind of people that are a bit more open-minded in a way. Yeah, it's it's it has that appeal to it. Like, I am... Like, Thalama specifically has a structured organization attached to it, but it's not oh. something that's really pushed super hard or yeah. needed. And if anything, that emphasis on that organization has died out so much in recent years that it's grown its own life outside of the organization that kind of originally was associated so heavily yeah. with it. And would that original organization, would that have been made up of, you know, kind of elder people that have been into it for many, many years? Like, is there, is there family yeah. lines that have been connected to this and... With Thalema, no, because it started as a break-off of another thing. Um, okay. There are definitely people now who are, like, family lines, but it that whole organization was pretty open. Um, they just had, like, a way of kind of teaching people this stuff and a hierarchical system of sorts, and I just think in the modern day that doesn't super land with people anymore, but yeah. even in that organization, I've been to some of their events, I'm somewhat involved with them loosely. Like, they don't really push that there is one specific way to do it. Like, I know people there who worship the Egyptian gods, some who do very, like, oh. traditional Scottish and Irish stuff. Like, it's still very yeah. open. The thing that unifies, I would say, Thalema is this 
a few rituals and this fundamental belief in the a few concepts, philosophical concepts, and yeah. like this, there's a big emphasis on individualism, finding your own direction, finding this. There's this concept we have called true will, where um everyone has like this own like it's the whole concept is you try to find what your ultimate passion is and your ultimate spiritual what makes okay. you happy so yeah and you just follow that and so it's like all about finding your true direction and what speaks to you and so there's a lot of just a lot of free form a lot of exploration in yeah. the esoteric it seems i really like yeah. it seems that it's very focused around building yourself up and making yourself kind of a a better person instead of you know, usual mainstream religions that are kind of believing in a god or whatever. It's kind of building yourself up and improving on yourself in a way. Yeah, there's a lot of self-improvement tied, in, tied yeah. into it. A lot of even um, the work of Carl Jung, the psychologist, have really emphasized, influenced, I can't speak, <laughs> occult practices. Like, it, it really is a lot about self-development and yeah. tuning yourself to the best you you can be. Like, there, people get this conception that witchcraft and all that's just about these really material goals and, like, I will get this boy to like me, which certainly all that is a thing. And it's a big thing. But there oh, is this yeah. overall focus on fixing, on, like, making yourself the best you and doing all this stuff to make you feel happier and have a better mental health and really find your direction in life and succeed. And yeah. it's it's a lot more positive than I th- and a lot less flashy than I think um, yeah, it looks in the media. Yeah. I can't, like throw fireballs at your house yeah. <laughs> i actually I mean, had someone tried. ask me how to do that on discord and i was like fireballs yeah i was like um <laughs> I, I was like so, download skyrim yeah. <laughs> coming off of that you say that you know you're obviously not gonna be able to blow up stuff and be like point your finger at someone and fucking turn them inside out or whatever how do we use no Rituals no, not s- at all. Yeah, how do you use rituals and spells, kind of, in your everyday life? Is there? Do you yeah, I mean, basis? I'd say yeah. I do like a little um, cleansing ritual every day at the beginning and the end of the day, and I do okay. regular ritual work with like the spirits I work with, and I do some like spell stuff for like goals and whatnot. But pretty much the whole idea behind all of it, because I feel like when people hear the word magic, they're like, ooh, mystical. But it's just this yeah. idea that. There's, there's this concept we have called um, as above, so below. And so we believe okay. that what happens in a micro, micro space in your ritual space comes and reflects into the wider universe. Like, you know how, how if you believe in astrology, you believe that these celestial bodies are reflecting into the smaller aspects of our lives, yeah. right? The macro and the microcosm interwrapping. And so by doing these small rituals, you're doing something that will then ripple into the universe like that. And so that's the whole kind of theory around it if that makes sense or you're asking a spirit to do something for you and so it's it's like i like some of the stuff i do i do this the cleansing ritual i do every day is kind of like a it's like a prayer it just is a little more theatrical than (laughs) holding your hands holding your hands together and um we have like the way like a spell i would do is i'll take like some herbs or whatever and if i want someone to say be nicer to my coworker, right I'll take a bunch of like sweet herbs and put them in a jar and then set it out and draw a little sigil that represents my intention on the top. And then it'll represent them becoming sweeter to my coworker, right? That's like a very common spell that people do all the time. With, with those kind of everyday kind of rituals, I know it's very spiritual. Has there been like results? Do you, do you really feel that you get a lot out of it? Absolutely. I've had very strong results. Um, Sometimes it, it's kind of unpredictable, I would say. Generally, things happen. I've had a few things that have completely failed, but that's probably, okay. like, I'd say less than 10%. Um, oh. The majority, I mean, I can never predict how much, how well it'll work. Uh, like, sometimes I'll do something to make my, um, like, like project I'm working on get greenlit, right? Yeah. And it'll happen. Or sometimes I'll do this, there's this common type as well called a money jar, where you enchant a bowl, and then you put money, and you pull in and out of it, and you feed it sorts with little tiny coins and then it brings money back into your life and i've had sometimes where i'll literally find like a dollar on the ground like right afterwards (laughs) or i'll get paid more for something that i'm working on and it's just yeah yeah it's kind of hard to predict i would say and that's a bit of a downside um i've done 
Like, I think my worst was, my worst thing that worked wrong, uh, this is kind of funny, I did a love spell on someone. Oh. I didn't put their, I didn't, uh, this was, I feel bad about this. Put a lock in I didn't ear put in their, I didn't put their last name, and a different person with the same <laughs> name started flirting with me the Are next day, and I was like, oh my God. I'm dead serious, and I was like, <laughs> no! You should have. I like tested my friend who's also a witch, and I was like, "Help!" You're like, "Yo, I freaking cursed someone." <laughs> oh no, I was like, "I freaked out because I just made it like I this felt. I you know, it's kind of sh- love magic is controversial, but I yeah. pretty much did to make them to make them think I'm pretty. I think that was what my intention yeah. was, or something. You something pretty shallow. I mean, it, it was it was it was shallow. It I, I not my smartest move, and I was like, "Help." It's the wrong John Doe. I mean, I'm not gonna say his name, but <laughs> you the wrong like, it was it was very rough. Old not man in like a, oh my god, yeah. I mean, I've had results. They're not always the results I want. They're yeah. not. <laughs> sometimes like, I've had great results. Kind of sometimes I'm like <laughs> kicking myself in my yeah. head. I'm like, really? Or sometimes like only a teeny tiny bit will happen. What? It just it's it's hard it's hard to tell. <laughs> Have you ever done like um? Um, I've, I was going to save this for later, but have you ever done, like, a malicious spell or put on someone or something e- negative? Yeah, I did. Um, I did what I called a, um, not, like, I've never, like, just been a terrible, like, horrible person and been like, you looked at me wrong, I'm going to hex I'm gonna you, ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not a sociopath. Um, yeah. But I, I, someone was uh, in my life uh, being abusive to someone mm. I loved, and so I did a... Saturn, I worked with the the entity Saturn who rules karma and was like, can you please like get this person so that their actions get exposed and what the harm they do, they can't do anymore. And it kind of returned out of them. And it would come back to them. Because they were an abuser and it did help. It made the situation a little better. Yeah. Yeah. So I would never, I don't want to push my morality on anyone listening to this podcast, but I would never ever just go and hurt someone yeah. for the hell of it <laughs> i think that's I, the, I i feel like it's personally on on my level i think it's wrong to do harm unless someone is uh, like an abuser or needs to be stopped mm. i think that the majority of the time like there are many other spells you can do to block that like you can bind yeah. someone so that they can't do harm like i just don't i mean i'm just trying not to be a bad person yeah, i think if you're someone yeah. Who gets into it just to really. harm people? You're kind of just a jackass. Yeah, I, know. I don't know if I can <laughs> swear on this podcast. people in general is just horrible. Yeah, I feel like most people who get into this stuff to just hurt people are yeah. pretty young. Oh, it's like definitely. the 14-year-old who's yeah, like, 14. I'm going to summon Satan on my bus driver. <laughs> you made fun of my drawing. I'm going to go freaking curse your mom. Oh, it's just really cringy when yeah. people are like that. <laughs> and is there many people like that that are getting into it? nowadays yeah i mean i'll be frank um a lot of the whenever i've gone so i'm involved with the real life community in my city pretty heavily i'm involved with some orders and some covens and all that like i go to a lot of events so cool (laughs) it's so fun i'm i love all the people i know and have worked with and done rituals with but in the real life community i don't notice a lot of that um mostly because i think people are a lot just they're not going to, like, bluntly say that in person to someone. Yeah. But on the internet, on the other hand, because I'm active on the internet because, I, I don't know, I just use the internet a lot. And <laughs> I, like, I have this horrible condition of wanting to, like, help people with this stuff. But horrible I, I see the, it's a horrible condition at times. Because a lot of these very young people who get yeah. into it. And I try to avoid, like, I, people don't say their age. And so they'll be, like, or they'll message me on my Instagram. Um, and they'll be, like hey how do i summon satan and i'm like <laughs> well <laughs> how do i summon like a demon in my basement literally i had this girl on one of the discord servers that i moderate yeah. like because i moderate a few who was talking about um how i feel like i'm like gossiping right now but i've seen <laughs> these kids who are like i'm going to curse my best friend or kurt yeah like all just like like this there's like they're like i'm gonna curse them so bad they'll die and i'm like well one that's not possible <laughs> two it's just the younger people yeah. i think are kind of yeah that's what i was really if you're immature but... and really angry at the world and you're you watch yeah. an episode of like i don't know the chilling adventures yeah. of sabrina oh, and I you're like I, it's a great show i think that yeah. show is so fun i love watching it mm. um yeah but literally gonna, yeah you see they're, they're they see it and they're like this is what this stuff is and i'm like yeah no it's actually quite a serious spiritual 
and for many people, religious path. It's not yeah. really, it's we, not, it's not like yeah. that. But people who are really new kind of sometimes come in with that Yeah, they make their, their book of shadows with like, you know, blood all over and like skulls in it and stuff. They figure Just it out pretty fast that it's not like that. Like, yeah. people, even people who work with demons, because I know some people who do, aren't doing it yeah. in a like malicious way they just see them as yeah. spirits or they use um divine holy christian will to compel to, them to compel. if you're oh, a christian okay. mystic like it's it's not the whole like super malicious stuff oh. is just a lot less common and a lot more in like young people i would so say so mysticism can go into christianity as well it can it go into other religions like it's all just oh absolutely a broad thing there's a mystic tradition in every religion on the earth um the biggest ones are Jewish mysticism or Kabbalah, which I incorporate a bit yeah. in my practice here and there. Um, they have, the, it's in the Bible, there's the whole Psalms in the Bible, right? Each yeah. one corresponds to a spell. Um, so you can literally write a, light a white oh, wow. candle and read them and they work as rituals. Or you can, you know how uh, Catholics will get the candles of the saints and burn yeah. them down? Yeah. That's, that's witchcraft. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. That's witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be people out there that are freaking passing out right now going, oh my God. It's true. It's the same thing. If you're doing a Wiccan candle spell and you're burning a, a seven-day candle, you got it at Botanica. Either way, it's magic. There's one. Yeah. In, there's this whole deep Christian tradition where people use these grimoires um, written by these old mystics, and they summon angels down to control demons and have them do their will and all sorts of stuff. Oh, Abrahamicism actually even influenced some of modern Wicca and Thelema and paganism and all that. Yeah. Like, a lot of the stuff we take, we've even borrowed from them. Like, the most one of the most famous rituals in occultism um, is called the LBRP. Yeah. Literally originates way, way back from a Jewish prayer. Like, it's... Oh, wow. It's an... There's Sufi Islam, which is a whole Islamic mystic tradition. It just... The mystic stuff in Abrahamicism tends to be a lot more about self-attainment and connecting with spirits more than like, material goals. But even then, like, there's still some stuff for that. It's really everywhere. I just think the word witch has such a negative connotation and has such an association with a certain type of practice out of the whole grand world of everything, if that makes sense. Kind of interested in, is there kind of a cliche dark side to it? Is there people out there that only associate with that kind of demonology, kind of dark magic kind of stuff? Does that exist or is that a complete... <laughs> It, people who are into the more darker, um, we tend to use term, I don't really like the term, but it's very common, called left hand, definitely exists, but it's mostly people, it's not the super dark thing that you think of, even the people who do the theme yeah. and stuff or whatever, like the, the very dark, like, Sith Lord style stuff really isn't real. Yeah, the um, I'm sure there are a few people, um, but it's it's the minority. It's yeah. overall, I think the community. I feel like when people first find out about it, just are kind of disappointed by how mundane a lot of it is. Yeah, is is it the way that um, Satanism is seen as well? It's seen as like people from the outside see it as this big dark kind of thing. But when you kind of get into it, it's it's more of like you see how really mundane it is and how yes, yeah, Satanism is just. It's just a form of atheism where yeah. you work on venerating the self and focusing on your will. Yeah, so it's, is that kind of what the dark magic part of... Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say we have the left-hand path, which are mostly people who are focused on finding their self-goals and yeah. elevating themselves, um, and they tend to use darker methods, but they're not, like, doing, like, harm all the time. Yeah. There's people who are more into the darker elements. It's not like we're bad people. It's it's a similar thing. It's, yeah. It sounds scarier than it is. Mm. Um, I'm sure there are the 0.002% of people who unironically do these super dark, horrible things, but yeah, that's in every group of people. Yeah, yeah there's always a minority. Um, have you ever been attacked by a spell? Have you ever been targeted by one? Have you... Like, has anything ever went wrong that has negatively affected your life in a, in a big way? Um, personally, I've made some wrong choices in my own personal practice. I've never been, like, cursed by someone or yeah. anything. I think, I think a lot of people think they're cursed when they're not the majority of the time. <laughs> um, 
I've never really been in like a like some sort of crazy battle. I've just sometimes done things and then realized later that's not really what I should have done. And I was taking kind of the easy way out and hurt my life in that kind of way. But nothing. But yeah, I, yeah so I've never a good community. Yeah, I've never really like messed up my life really hard. Thankfully, <laughs> um, I've just had to like come to some realizations that I may not have been taking the best approach to things, and I should have yep. done a more less like instant gratification approach to something yeah take more of a, a slow kind of path and you don't know of anyone that you're friends with or anything that has has been attacked by someone or has been negatively affected by i know someone who has been hexed before um and she just did uncrossing stuff and got out of it oh, but okay. that's because she deliberately um I don't want to reveal too much about her because oh, no, she's that's a person fine. I know, but she's, I know someone who has been, yeah, forever. Yeah. it's really, it's, it's so uncommon. Um, yeah, the it's, yeah, I think the word, the biggest thing that messes people up with this stuff is that they go into it too fast and they do things that they're not ready for. Yeah. And they like go too hard. I think that's, I think people tend to mess themselves up with this more and more than other people a lot of the time if you're new and you do something really hardcore and you don't prepare yourself or know how to like cleanse or anything like that like you're gonna end up in a situation that hurts you but definitely that's the majority i would say just people who don't research and don't know what they're doing and go in too deep if, too fast for people that are, are starting out new what what advice would you give them for getting into it how do you even get into it in the first place really um definitely i would suggest reading um I would pick up a book. Um, they're great ones to start with would be Libernal, um, Magic Without Tears, um, Sefer Yetzera in Theory and Practice, Book Four, and um, The Black Arts by Cavendish. I would just start with reading first and then work on meditation. Because to be able to do any of this, you need to know how to deal with your own states of consciousness in your own mind. And yeah. so meditation is like the ground level you need to be good at and then start working on like little sigils or like doing small things, small little spells, like little knots and jars and stuff, and then work up progressively and just read from a wide variety of traditions rather than just one. See a lot of people just buy these um, Wicca books because they're the most accessible. But I think you should research a diverse amount of information so you know what you really want and just work slowly into it. Um, don't rush it yeah, no and meditate a lot know what you want from it get like don't just rush in thinking it's going to be this big exciting like you know putting curses on people and stuff take your time and just gonna you know yeah intention is everything if you don't know why you're doing something it's not gonna work it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't just do things randomly meditate a lot learn your basics um the beginning part is the part that people don't like because it's reading and meditating and everyone hates to do those <laughs> two things but um, they're, they're important. One thing that I'm interested in is, it's I've heard a lot of talk about like ancient gods, about like Egyptian gods and kind of Greek gods and all this kind of stuff. Is that just like in in um, thal what's it um thal thalamicism or sorry I can't remember what what the I'm a thalamite yeah, yeah thalama thalama. is that thalama I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Do you have like I said um a set of gods that you believe in is there like a pantheon or is it that you take take it from all these ancient gods we we have a okay we have a very loose pantheon um we have certain gods that are associated with our specific rituals but they're so broad and they're from such a variety of traditions oh. that you can really pull whatever you want into it um way thelema is a mash between some pagan ideas and some more abrahamic ideas so Pretty much anything goes, I would say. Um, I mean, don't worship Pikachu, but if... <laughs> yeah, you can... If... I heard... I, I was listening to um, a podcast where um, some guy was into this kind of stuff, and he was saying that you can worship really anything, and you can apply... Yeah, that's the chaos theory. That's the chaos magic theory, okay. um, that anything that has a lot of thoughts on it, um, like, say, Pikachu... This is a rabbit hole. I don't want to go down, but we're going to do it as a hypothetical. Um, the fact that so many people have put love and devotion and energy towards this thing makes it an entity of its own. It's called um, the idea of an egregore. Um, yeah. And so 
I mean, you can worship in my view. As I mean, I really don't vibe with the worshiping of pop yeah. culture stuff. I find it a little Weird. irritating, but yeah. I mean, like any God could go, any spirit can go, just do it respectfully and do it in a smart way. I mean, I personally kind of believe that the cosmology of the universe is this messy thing. Like we try to make these really like neat orders of it where we like yeah. make hierarchies, but I think in reality, it's just kind of a, it's just an amalgamation. a mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. my kind of view as well as it's just all a big, I don't really see a point in trying to catalog it or understand it. It's just kind of vibe really. <laughs> it's yeah. In the end, all I know is that whatever I'm doing has had results and hmm. something has happened. Yeah. All I know is like I've had experiences that make me certain of what I'm doing has some value. What that all means is a big question mark to me. And what that's my my internal trying to figure it out. But in the end, I mean I really don't know. I I just know what I've done works. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a lot of shit from people outside of weekend outside of um Ethel? Sorry, I can't say that. Yeah, outside of you. You're know, good, you're yeah. good. Outside of my thing. Yeah. yeah outside um, of your thing. Uh, for people in my like normal life, I tell people very progressively. I don't like. I mean, like I'm I'm open if you ask me, and I'm open like I'm open to people I'm close to, but I don't bring it up all the time. I'm not like annoying about it. Yeah, I don't wear like one of those like kill star shirts that yeah. say like witchy and bitchy. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! I, I don't. I they, that head. exists. Make <laughs> it sound to them like that. I mean, I don't really advertise it. I mean, yeah. if you talk to me about it or ask me, I'll talk about it. I tend to tell people, like, I'm, I'll talk about, like, astrology or tarot or something. And if you ask more, I'll tell more. But I I don't, like, advertise it anywhere. And I think the fact that I'm not, like, super blatant about it or, yeah. like, I don't – I have an Instagram for the occult, but it's different than my personal one. Like, I just – like, I, if you ask about it, I'll tell you. If not, I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah. It's my religion, you know what I mean? Like – I feel like it's rude to bring up your religion all the time. It's yeah. like being like a a, a missionary. Yeah, it's like just... the Bible bashers that just bring it up constantly, and that's their entire personality. I like that that um you're able to like keep it this as a part of your life. Yeah, it's a part of my life. If you ask me about it, I'll talk about it. If yeah. not, I don't. And I think the fact that I'm like like that with it means I don't get a lot of crap. I mean, I have people kind of be like, "That's weird." I think that's the majority of responses yeah. are like interest. People are always like, "Oh, that's cool." Um, I don't know. The worst thing I've gotten is I've had someone ask me if I'm a Satanist, which I quickly corrected. Yeah. But it's not, it doesn't really, I don't, I've not had really much like horrible oppression or anything. There's a lot of taboo behind Satanism and witchcraft and all this kind of stuff that I I think the normal person doesn't really understand. It's good to just do this. Just my trick. Yeah. You can talk about any sort of occult thing and just don't ever say the words magic or witch and yeah. people will vibe, people will run yeah. with it. They'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. It, it's a life hack. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like when you see people going, like Christians, like diehard Christians going into like spirituality stores and buying incense and buying all this kind of stuff. In a way, they're, are they doing witchcraft in a way? But they're not Abs- putting the name on it. So it's not, it doesn't have that to Ab- behind it really. Absolutely. Catholic mass is literally a necromancy ritual. Yeah. Um, Christianity is a necromancy religion that took over the world. I think that's kind of cool. That's, um, that's crazy. It's true. I mean, they literally revive their Dude. dead yeah. dead prophet and then eat him every week. That's pretty pretty witchy to me. Um, to my, pretty metal. I said to my dad, we were coming home from mass one day. I'm Catholic. I, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't really have, I don't believe in it per se, but I was coming out of it one day and I was like, you know, cults always have this one lead figure and i think the thing with christianity is that the lead figure died millions of years ago but the, his followers kind of continued on so it's just kind of yeah it's weird people if you say kind of stuff about that about christianity so people get really angry there's no well i mean the fact is that the original christians were a cult i mean honestly every religion at its inception was kind of a cult yeah I, I hate saying that. Yeah, it's it's, but it's bad. It, it's it's yeah. It's I mean, true. That I mean, brings into it the definition of cult and what makes a cult a cult, but you know, it's all. I think toxic behavior, but that's a whole different conversation. Oh, yeah, that's that's a whole. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. But about about Catholic mass, like they, 
when I kind of first learned, I was I learned when I was younger that they literally believe that they're turning the the bread the wafers into Jesus' body. And I say, if you said that to most of the people that were in the church, they'd be like, no, I don't believe that because I don't think people actually believe, well, maybe some, but I don't think the, the majority of Catholics actually believe that the wine is turning into the blood and that the, you know, it's transfiguring or whatever. Oh, I think that Catholic mass is a fascinating ritual. Um, it's really interesting. I've dissected it a few times. It's really, really interesting. Um, to actually analyze it. I don't know if this is a bad question. I can cut it out, but have you, did, do you have a background in religion? Did you grow up in Catholicism or Christianity or have you always? Yeah, um, I grew up in Christianity. Um, my family wasn't like super strict about it or super rigid, but I did grow up Christian, yeah. Yeah, same. Right. Um, I didn't have like, a lot of people talk about these really negative experiences with the Christian church. I didn't have one of those. It just, I realized, wasn't really the right fit for me. Yeah, same. A lot of people have really bad experiences with the, the Christians, you know. But, you know um, yeah, I I have no real super bad hatred or, I mean, I nothing like that. I have, I just, it's not my path. Yeah. But I, I, learned, I give a big respect for Christianity. I think that oh, there's... Respect for it. I think it's very... I have a lot of respect for it. Yeah. It's, you need to kind of... Oh, no, this is going off topic. Um, so <laughs> I'm was, so was, bad at this. If you about, can't tell, I'm a yeah, rambler. I was about to go into how you can, you got to separate the institution of the church from... Same. ...the belief. Oh, you're, oh. you're preaching to the choir here. I get so mad about people bashing Christians, and I'm like, it's... Just leave it alone. It's fine. Just let Yahweh it has a bad fandom. Yahweh has a really <laughs> bad fandom. He's got toxic fans. Oh, my God. Yahweh He's got like K-pop Twitter fans. <laughs> yeah, when you insult it, they go crazy. Okay, so, <laughs> um, is there any? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably gonna cut this out. Is there any rituals that you could do that could increase luck towards the podcaster in any way? Bring good vibes. Um, if I were to give you a suggestion, you could you could go super simple and make a little sigil, which. There are a bunch of tutorials everywhere. You make a little image that represents the idea and then just leave it alone and it's a manifestation. You could leave a little offering to Apollo who rules art and poetry to kind of, you could do a mercurial something. Okay. Um, Mercury's the god of communications and media. I work in media stuff, so I might, that's I might try, very helpful. I might do a little bit of a, a project and just kind of put updates in each episode about you know what yeah I, if you have any tips that you can give me afterwards to kind of get started a bit just yeah, yeah of course message me whenever i'm i love helping with this stuff okay so <laughs> last last question do you on a daily basis practice your witch laugh laugh and if yes how hard or long do you cackle for oh um this is the the biggest fact uh, you have to cackle for five hours a day um actually 333 hours a day oh wow okay yeah we can um bend time we can bend it has to be three three free. it's always just yeah a tiny whisper can i get an example yes, of, your, always. Um, of your your cackle oh this is I, i'm rusty <laughs> You've been doing it okay, i'm thinking how i'm gonna do this <laughs> There we go. There we go. The, I tried. The room of people just... I, I get a solid um, participation <laughs> trophy for yeah, that. You get a, you get <laughs> Do you ever... Can I get my, my participation trophy? <laughs> no, no participation trophies. Oh, when you do an outro and you need to... Um, I can put... I'll put your podcast yeah. lip, link or anything else you want to plug in the description and you can plug it right now if you want. Um, My things I'd like to plug... Um, I'm Georgina. I run an Instagram called Esoterica333. Um, I'm a host of a book review podcast called Mystic Monday, and I'm a co-host of a commentary on occult matters called Occultism with a Side of oh, wow. Salt. Oh, wow. What a great name. <laughs> you can, okay, Thank so you. I'm going to plug them on in the description. Uh, Sounds good. I'll send you links. Yeah, send um, you links.
Okay, so that was the interview with Georgina, the the Thelemic witch. I don't know if that's the correct word that you use, but I, I remember it was Thelema. It's been a few days since I did the interview. And as I said at the end, uh, as we talked a bit at the end, she said that she was going to send me on some stuff to like try out some witchcraft stuff um, to do with sigils. And actually, I actually did try it. I am, um, I did out a first sigil I did was one. Uh, no, I did two actually. I did two just to just to see what they like. I have them right here in front of me. I haven't like burned them or whatever. I, well, I tried burning them. So first one I did was like I watched a YouTube video and your one did one about like self-confidence or something. So I did that. I wrote out a few sentences that I want that. It was like shit like, I don't know. It was all the stuff that was like, my life is full of meaning and my life is amazing. My life is very happy. And I wrote out, you know, stuff like that. And then I wrote them out and I put them into this cool ass looking sigil. Kind of looks like a bishop in a way. Like some kind of a watcher. See with self-confidence. I know it's, it's, I've been looking at like how I act. They said you could activate it by like listening um to dancing around it and that's like that's something i do anyway if i'm just in my bedroom i just start fucking vibing so i put it on the floor turned on some fucking what was it i think it was peach pit and i put on some david bowie started fucking vibing it was like half 12 i think i was just i don't know how long i was there for but when i when i like snap back into reality it was 2 a.m i had spent like an hour and a half just with a picture on the floor just dancing around it listening to i David Bowie, Peach Pit, fucking John Lennon, all this shit, and it was just, it was a, it was a time to say the least. It was fun doing it, and I don't know, I've had it for the last few days. And I've just kind of had it sitting on my desk here, or whenever I'm studying, I just kind of have it there because I, I do want to try it out and just see what, you know, this stuff has been happening for hundreds and hundreds of years, and I think that I should at least know a bit about it if I'm gonna be, say that I'm interested in kind of occult stuff and supernatural stuff. So I tried that out. I have it sitting there, and then I did a second one. I did this one two days ago, I think. No, a day or two ago. It's um, it's to do with the podcast. This one looks more like a like a beetle without legs. And I'll put them up. I put I put up some pictures on the Twitter. This one looks like a bit be- a beetle without legs. And I did this one to do with um, podcast prosperity. It was like podcast prosperity. It was podcast uh work ethic or something like that. I wrote out I am have a strong worth ethic for podcast or whatever, and I have great podcast ideas just to see. To do one, put something towards this and see how it goes. Um, looks more like a beetle, you know. You what you do is sigils, you like write out the sentences, like I said, and then you take out the vowels and you take out any repeated letters, and then you take those letters and you write them down so that they make up like a symbol. It's we, it's cool, like it's weird, but it's cool. Like, I enjoy, I enjoyed doing it not for the witchy side, the, ma- the magic side, I enjoyed doing it because it was just fun you know, using my mind and taking out those letters and drawing a little picture because I, lo- I like I like drawing shit. And it was fun to actually do them. So I'm going to keep them for the next few days. I tried burning them today before I started recording. To um, You're supposed to, like, burn them or, like, keep them, I guess, to um to release them out into the... You kind of burn them and then take them out of your mind and release them to the universe. And it, like, I, the un- it's the universe is time to take over it, I guess. So what I'm going to do is I tried burning them inside in the, ki- in the bathroom, I think. Got a lighter, got a lighter, lighted up the end of it, started burning, and I realized, wait a minute, the whole house smells like fucking ash right now. So I had to, <laughs> I had to put, I had to turn on the tap, put them out. They're all wet right now, sitting beside me, and then I had to put the tap in them, put them out, fucking put them in the sink, turn on the tap, and then now they're all burnt. They're all sitting here. They're kind of half burnt. What I'm gonna do is, I have to spray the whole house with deodorant so that my parents don't smell burning and be like, "Are you smoking?" And like, I'm gonna have to like get a lighter and just bring them out to the middle of the forest and just kind of. I mean, that's gonna be so cool. Imagine, imagine me sitting in a forest wearing my fucking whatever clothes I wear, sitting in cross-legged, lighting up two pieces of paper in a forest, putting them into a hole or whatever. An old man walks by and he sees me fucking doing some witchy shit. It'd be crazy. But yeah, that's that's the the witch witch stuff I've been getting into. But thanks for Georgie, Georgina for giving me the materials to help me do that. I'm gonna keep doing it for the next few days. Keep looking at them. Keep you're supposed to keep like meditating over them, I guess. So I'm gonna keep doing that, and then I'm gonna I'll, I'll do the forest burning thing, and I'll record a little video of that, or I'll take some pictures, um, and put them up on the Twitter. And remember, follow me on the Twitter if you want um images of what I'm doing in between, or images of like some of the podcast uh, material and sources, because I usually post stuff that I found interesting. So I'm gonna post pictures of them. Um, I think I'm supposed to post Coop's script from the Ellie Roger episodes, and then. I'll, I'll maybe I'll post some. I'll eventually I'll just start posting stuff from some of the older episodes. Um, that's basically it. 
for um, today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed her 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 interview. It was I found it extremely interesting. Anyway, even if you don't you don't believe in it, I still believe that it's a strong. It's such a good way for people to get spiritual. It's such a good way for people that don't have like a main concrete religion like Christianity or Buddhism or whatever. They can have this this thing where they choose their own way. Like you choose what you want. You use what what stuff you want. You believe in what you want. You don't have to follow this strict set of rules. I think that appeals to a lot of young people these days. And that's that's I think that's the main reason why it's become so big because growing up even in like six this began in like the 60s and the 70s where people were like i don't want to be in this conformative society i'm going to be outside of it i'm i don't want to listen to rules you know there's not a complete consensus anymore like you know abortion bad you know all that kind of shit people have are so split up there's so many different points of view and our generation especially doesn't want to be controlled by anything so we just kind of no one no one wants to go to church no one's going to go to church wearing like conservative clothes unless your parents bring you to church but i'm not like most children in my generation aren't going to go to church dressed in like proper church clothes and stuff we don't no one wants to go to church anymore so you can see the appeal where the need for religion the need for spirituality is still there but people don't want to go to a normal christian church so when you have something especially online when you have the weird kids like me you know the weird kids that are outside of most peer groups and they see this kind of weird outside of the box kind of thinking they're going to go along with it. And I think that's a great thing to have for young people. I, I know that the older generation might look at this and be like, no, Satan, Satan's going to kill your babies and all this kind of shit. But, you know, it's, it doesn't matter. That's how it is. It seems like it's it's cool. I really like it. I really like that it's gotten a resurgence because I believe that those those beliefs are so old for a reason. You know what I mean? They're at the base of human evolution. Okay, that's enough of me rambling and chatting shit. So if you enjoyed the episode, remember follow the Twitter post up there. Go to Reddit. I go to Reddit a lot when I'm trying to find interviewees. If you know anyone in your life that has an interesting story, like you know they got picked up by Ted Bundy and kicked him in the balls and then jumped out of his fucking brown beetle or whatever he was in or fucking I don't know like like. Coop has a story, you know, someone whose dad picked up Amy Wormost, uh, the serial killer woman, like, shit like that, it's crazy, um, I'm gonna try getting a few more interviews with some people, this is really fun to have, just a, a quick and easy thing to put together, to put up pre, um, expect a lot more episodes in the next few weeks due to, you know, coronavirus, stay inside, wash your hands, if you're listening to this right now, wash your hands for this entire outro, I don't know, just don't, like, if you're gonna go, like, don't, if you're gonna go talk to your grandparents, just kinda stay at least six meters away and just kinda shout at them, you know, while facing your mouth away so you don't get your spittle on them but you know just stay at home vibe listen to the old episodes um like the first one the albert osman i hate when people go back and listen to this podcast and they go to episode one and they start listening to it and i i, don't, I really don't like the first oh i need to i should probably redo the first episode just the first one so that people when they click on the podcast they'll click on it and they'll be like mm, okay good mic quality instead of listening to the first one and being like oh, some child sitting under a blanket with his fucking this podcast is a is a is a year old which is crazy and i have 13 episodes so eat anyway thanks for listening check out the rest of the episodes i know you've not nice to be fucking doing do it twitter reddit whatever okay see you later bye oh wait if anyone has any ideas no you know what goodbye i don't fucking care bye bye wait i never did i've never picked a word i never picked a word okay um i'm gonna pick a word um the words are gonna be witchy and bitchy Three, two, one. Witchy and bitchy. Bastard fucking trying to curse me. Reflect that shit. <laughs> Kachow. You wanna hear my magic word? Kachow. <laughs> I got my Harry Potter food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna light some candles, I'm gonna melt your house. So so what 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 Retarded Retarded or Retarded spell us. Pasta la vista. <laughs> Ret- retardos, retardos chromosomius. <laughs> Denied. So.
would you ever cast that that spell to make someone go missing and go insane or on an actual person Stop fucking whispering. What are you whispering? Stop whispering. Stop whispering. <laughs> Mark upstairs. Charlie, if we fuck, if I go fucking insane, you know what? If, I, if you go missing, I know who did it. You know who fucking did what? it. What? Don't just sit. I'm reading. Stop judging Stop me. Stop scraping me. Stop around. judging me. I'm reading. It sounds, like it sounds like you're reading the same fucking thing over and over again. Like a fucking thing. Do you want me to read it out loud? Do you? Yes, yes. Yes. <coughs> yes. Mark and Charlie die. Mark and Charlie die. Mark and Charlie die. Four times. See the cruelty and the pain that you have caused once again. I turn the tables three times three. Bring the light to your actions. I will be free. That when sounds like a curse and dusk comes He's through, the pain you caused will come back to you. I say the spell to karma tonight. Charlie, I think he's cursing it. Make some noise, make some noise, make some noise. See the cruelty. Stop. 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 I will be free. When light fades and dust comes through, the pain you have caused will come back to you. I say the spell to karma tonight. I am a witch. I stand and fight. Dude. what happens now. Am I gonna... Huh? Is Mark just gonna vanish? Is Mark gonna get sucked into the sky? Yeah! <laughs> 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 huh? So, so what got you started in all this magic? Like, uh, uh long story. We got, we got the time. We, we got time. Hmm. Hmm. Where do I start? <laughs> uh, well, I already told the other guy what, uh, yeah. forgot his name. Uh, where it was one of my friend's aunts who were friends with my grandma. They, my friend's aunt was a Wiccan and she told my grandma about it. My grandma got into it. She started getting better and better, just fucking great into it. Then she ended up telling me because I was one of her favorites and my whole family. And she told me about it when I was old enough to even read 15 so she started telling me <laughs> shut up I'm not even I'm 15 I'm 16 I don't know how to read so like yeah I'm 18 I know how to read sorry continue I never learned how to read I'm good hey my name is Jackson I'm 15 and I don't know how to fucking read <laughs> good vine good vine I'm 18 I never fucking learned how to read Okay, continue, sorry. Oh, well, that was really it. She just told me, and then she gave me, like, seven different books, and then I read the books, and then she told me right after to memorize a lot of it. And she told me that I will need it whenever I'm older, and I'll understand when I'm older. What the fuck? Like, Okay, that's well, like I, that's like a Netflix show. That's like something that happened on fucking Netflix. Later yeah. on, later on, uh, it was thirteen. I was thirteen, and then once I started figuring out, hey, this is wait, what are these books? And I forgot all about it. Like I honestly forgot all about it because I haven't talked to her in so long. I ended up finding her ashes because she burnt like she ended up getting burnt because yeah she was dying cremated so yeah whatever i forgot what it was called attachment burnt and like she died from getting burnt <laughs> but otherwise it's there and did she give you like physical like 
books? Like, do you have these books? Oh, here's... I just... I'm looking through my, uh, book now. Do you have any... Do you have any pictures of these books? I wanna see what they look like. Why would I... Why the fuck would you wanna see... I mean, I wanna see what a cool witch book looks like. Why would you not wanna see a magic book? If I came up to you and I was like, yo, I have this book that's about dragons and how to get them to hatch and shit, you'd want to see the book. Go on Google, go on Google, go on Google, type in book of shadows. Alright. <laughs> Literally, book there is five different types. Shad. And when I say book, it's not really a book. It's a fucking journal. It literally is a fucking like pieces of paper just fucking something you can buy from fucking walmart oh shit yeah you can't even get on amazon free witchcraft spells oh that shit that's that's fucking Man, lit. did you go on amazon to look up book of shadows magic bookmark yeah are you trying to play some magic should i get some should i should i charlie i should try i should i should try doing some spells and like I should try doing some spells and like write like a diary of shit of it. Like do like a log. Wait, listen. Hey, listen to this. So, alright, it goes. Uh, this is if you're talking about like banishing something. Like like Charlie. I volunteer. I volunteer. So, write down what you want on a piece of paper. On well, not just any paper. Guy sex. Exactly a brown piece of paper. Brown. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. Don't Brown. be like, get oh my god, it's fucking get racist. The... Man, get out the. Green we only use multicolored paper here. It's African American paper, excuse me. It's, yeah, it's African American, bro. What? Uh, but anyways, a brown piece of paper. Um. When you write down what you want, or not what you want, but what you want to get rid of, um, uh, do that, and make sure you soak it in thieves vinegar, which is basically just purified vinegar. It's just oh. stolen vinegar. It's uh, this yeah, distilled vinegar, whatever you, I call it, fucking other things. At that point, fold the paper into thirds bury it in a flower pot <laughs> and then again you know crossroads he gets there again there's oh, yeah. another whatever um yeah at that point use dirt from the crossroad to fill the flower pot and then at that point, plant a cactus on top of it. So it doesn't matter. It just has to be a seed and or an actual cactus, like a fucking small cactus. At that okay, point, get out. go on, Mark. Go get a cactus. Hell yeah, I got a cactus. At that point, keep that pot, like flower pot, um, near a front door. Just, it can be your front door, or just somewhere that has a front door. It can be a random person's house, as long as it doesn't be found. So. And what does that it do? It just has to be there, and, and at that, and I'm, I'm at that point, like later on, later on, it's like a day later, after it's grown just a little bit, you take the note out. And it'll be that cactus will end up growing like normal. It'll be whatever. But because the distilled vinegar is there, it stops the cactus halfway whenever it's getting fully grown into its small little cactus size, whatever. And that note just when you get it out, when you take the cactus out and you get the note back again it'll be different kind of it's like the notes on it like the numbers and not numbers but 
letters, I mean.